0: You got the shell.
1: Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show.
2: This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5
3: ESPN. I've seen some pretty good throws throughout the course of my career in this league, mainly from, you know, you get a guy like Peyton Manning, he's pretty good. I mean, his ball wasn't always the tightest, but he did a great job and it's it's about just being accurate
2: broadcasting live from the everlight solar studio with matt hamilton here's jim rutledge
0: Doing over there, sore loser. I dropped my pen. You're just mad because Jason Wildy and you. This, if you missed it, you can listen back. Wisconsin, the man, Apple Spot, if any, of those great places. And that's I told brought him to make you me by. That's brought to you by our good friends at Revive Restoration. Go to revivepros.com if you have mold or uh, smoke or fire damage. They can help you out, whether you're home or business. Revivepros.com. This is Roger Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The are blue. You know what
1: to do. And that's crushed Coors Light. So, like Jason Wildy, crushed my hopes and dreams. Yes, he did.
0: And. Were you surprised at, I would say, it's not negative, he was just very tepid on Jordan Love?
1: Yeah, no, I wasn't surprised by that part of it. I think that's kind of what I expected coming into OTAs was, you know, we haven't, through three years, seen him light the world on fire. Um, and I, I don't know that I necessarily expected that, especially with the guys around random. A lot of them are still picking up the offense. A lot of them don't know what they're on. I mean, there's so many rookies and second-year guys in the offensive skill position groups that I don't necessarily think it was going to be a, uh, wow, Jordan Love looks like a totally different guy. Now, does it make me feel better about him? Absolutely not. Like I, I feel the same way I did two months ago about Jordan Love, which I, I don't know how much stock you can put into that. Um, honestly, my biggest takeaway from from Jason Wilde is the fact that media is only allowed to go to three days of OTAs, which, which is surprising to me. Like, I, I understand the Packers' point, but I, you would think you'd want, uh, you know, the, the people that, that are, you know, the avenue between the team and the fans, like Wilde and Domovsky, et cetera, Schneidman, you, you want them to at least report on, you, you know, they're not reporting on the X's and O's and the plays you're running in OTAs. They're, they're going to report
0: on the flash plays and the things that stuck out. I would say this is, I don't think it's abnormal. It's I, not. The it's other not. team that I follow, Chicago, they have also tightened it up. A lot of complaints there. Not a lot of time to be able to see yeah. things. But that's not the biggest takeaway. And to your point about. The, it's not the
1: biggest takeaway. I may have misspoke.
0: Right. Jordan Love, we got to get into it. 844 770 3776. Let's post our first Iron Jock poll question. Does Jordan Love's roller coaster of an OTA? And Jason took exception with that word because he said the highs haven't been that high, or there haven't been that many of them, but we'll call it a roller coaster of an OTA. Uh, this will be our Iron Jack Pole question. Does Jordan Love's roller coaster of an OTA make you nervous about his performance this season? 844 Here's where the, the things that stood out to me that are not at all relevant to some of the caveats you carved out for Jordan Love the Ducks. I yep. think Jason said that there was quack sounds from some watching it, yeah, and poor decisions, the cross-body throws, and there's also poor decisions of checking down, I and mean, we don't even those never make the, the film or the highlights or the, the news if he missed a guy, that if someone was open and he took the easy throw. Those aren't in there as well. yeah. so those are concerning, and I will caveat this by saying, none of this really guarantees him to be bad. But the flip side is you were hoping, and I think reasonable expectation, he'd come out and hum it a little bit. Like he would look good. He'd, he'd zip some more balls, have more highs, because he's not a rookie. He's a no. first-year starter. But he's not a rookie. And he's had this coaching staff. Just for an example here, he has had his coaching staff longer than Kirk Cousins has had his coaching staff, longer than Jared Goff has had his coaching staff, longer than Justin Fields has had his coaching staff. He has been in this offense longer than the rest of his QBs in the NFC North. Yeah, you, you can make that case,
1: Jimmy, but, uh, you know, number one, A, is is that he... My headphones are being very weird. Sorry. Um, number one is the fact that he hasn't been QB1 at all. And I, I understand he has still had the ability to learn and understand and digest the offense and scheme and, and things they look for, the checkdowns, etc. But B... The personnel random is completely different. The only guy that's there that was with Aaron Rodgers two years ago, or only guys I should say, are Aaron Jones and David Bakhtiari. Okay, but when, that's that, when much Aaron Rogers,
0: Okay, but when Aaron Rodgers took over, you can look at every young quarterback uh, or veteran quarterback. They talk about the hardest thing to learn is the language and where everyone is supposed to be on the field, and that is like so he knows those things. Yeah, For, you're, you're right. Whether you have to execute them or not, in all last year, you're right. The Packers tried to sell, and Packer fans tried to sell. He got a lot of reps with the ones. But, but Jim, let's, and he got, let's keep in just, mind, if we're going to really well, dive well, into the language of it. He got into reps last year because Rodgers wasn't at these things. He got reps during practice because Rodgers was hurt with the thumb. So he got practice reps, and these are practice reps. If he's doing this in the game, yeah, okay, he's coming off practice. Okay, it's a step up. Allow him a little bit of a window. But the, it is reasonable to say that he has had, this is at least his second time through. And I know the personnel is different, but Dobbs and Watson were there. And there are we're, a lot of times you're just thrown in space, and personnel doesn't affect ducks. Personnel doesn't affect poor decisions. And I'm not saying it's going to be a bomb, but I do think you can. Maybe we say three red flags, and you're you're really worried about it. He's got a red. F- this OTAs was a red flag. Now the rest, it could all be fine going forward. Eh. But this OTAs.
3: Eh.
0: Is a red flag. I, I I struggle, and I'm glad you can jump to that conclusion. But it doesn't I mean his season's going to be bad. No, no, no. But I, 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 this I OTA was bad for
1: Jordan Love. I don't think I, I I don't think you're saying that'll translate into the season necessarily. That's not the way I'm taking it. I just I struggle with how much stock to put in OTAs.
0: Right, and we've talked about this on the, the exact flip. Would side. you have given him a like make it binary? Would you have given him a green flag if he was looking good? Yeah, I think it's easier to get excited than, than down on a player this early. And I'm not down. It's just one red flag. We'll say three you're officially worried. Just, just one. He could go out and sling it in training camp. Yeah, you're totally right. Preseason and everything.
1: But, but again, I just I, I do struggle with how much stock to put in OTAs, because what we're hearing is only from three days, as Wilde alluded to a little bit. But from the from the language we've heard from LaFleur and Love, it doesn't sound like it went great the days the media weren't there, right? Mm-hmm. So I. I I don't know, I struggle with it. it and that's I, I would struggle to jump to the conclusion of saying this is a total red flag. I think it happens. To red, hiccup. F-
0: but red flags are not relate like if you are if you tie it to the relationship part of it, they're not relationship enders. You might this could just be maybe he's a bad practicer, maybe he still is a little bit slow on the uptake as far as getting everything done. But it's definitely something I view a red flag as something that I am now concerned about. And a bad OTA, when you've been with the program for this long, and if he turns around this OTA, but I guarantee, and this is a fair statement, you'd much rather he look good right now. You would much rather. Of course. There's, there's ambiguity of course. about how good Jordan Love is in practice. There is ambiguity about his skill set in practice. And again, I don't know what it'll end up being, but I'm saying that right now, I think it's fair to say, and uh, King and Control House D chimes it with a yellow flag. Yeah, nice. I agree. I agree. Call it a yellow flag. Yep. Yep. But that's also, in my opinion, means it's a red flag because if Packer fans are willing to call it a yellow flag, that's with your own I eyes. Just, here, I,
1: I think it might be a little too far to put that much stock in OTAs. So and it's I, all is the
0: case I'm uh, trying to. Make. Here's the baggage I'm bringing into it. Forget even Mitch Trubisky. Sure, we all acknowledge that Justin Fields has a long way to go as a passer. Yep. Last year, his passing got better throughout the year, and it really took a big jump when he started running. He had a red flag OTA. And he did not have, He was, the offense was new to him. All the players are new to him. He had a red flag OTA, and he was not a good passer, but he had elite running skills. We do not see any evidence that Jordan Love has elite running skills. So just down in Chicago, I've seen red flag OTAs, and sometimes they carry over, sometimes they don't. But it is worth noting. It's noteworthy.
1: I'll give you that. Yellow flag it is. Throw, throw a, throw a uh,
0: sticky note on it, right? Throw a sticky note on it. Uh, Mario Madison, 844 uh, 770 Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just, you know, when it comes to these up and downs, um, I just don't think we get a good judgment off of four practices that the media has seen. When we've heard his teammates say, they see good stuff out of him. So it's like, are we going to take the word from the four practices or are we going to take the word from the teammates? What or about we the just coach? Don't trust them because well, the coaches said
1: this is not where Ma- he Mar- needs to be. Mario, I want to be on your side, but like, what are the players supposed to say? He stinks. You know, he's got a long way to go. I mean, I want I mean, to be on your team. I, I, I
3: mean, look. So, as somebody that plays sports, sometimes you just don't, you just don't say anything at all. You don't have to say anything if nothing's there.
0: Why? I mean, what makes us think that they're just going to be out here like, oh yeah, we really trust Jordan? and then they go home at night and tell their wife, no, oh, we're screwed. We're only going to win two games. <laughs> I could read you a boatload of clips of Bears I, players I, I telling know. you how good Mitch Trubisky was. It, yeah, I mean, it ha- I mean, We see it. We, we see it. I mean, we do see it now with Justin Fields as well because I think he's horrible. Wow. But they still say he's, he's going to be good. They didn't say it last year. I mean. The coaches last year said he has a long way to go. They said that last year and this year they're saying he's much further along than he was the year before. Mario, thanks for the call. Um, and and I'm not trying to, to turn him off there, but you had something to, you had a rebuttal there. Uh, yeah. I, also, I, I, I don't know where the – I haven't seen a lot of quotes being like Jordan loves from the player. Series. Yeah. No.
1: Romeo Dobbs said it like he doesn't see the big difference, <laughs> right? Which is hilarious. Uh, oh yeah.
0: By the way, Packer fans, you have to sit that out uh, because uh, you all lost your well. Gosh it's, it's, like, minds it's like last Devo, year. it's like Devontae right, Devo- Devo- Adams. Y'all have year. to sit it out because Hall of Famer. To Hall of Famer. Car to Rodgers is a far more fair comp than Jordan Love to Rodgers.
1: Uh, at least right now, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So, when they were made. Look, uh, here's what I'm going to say. This is my message to Packers fans. Mm-hmm. This is nothing to panic about. This is nothing to panic
0: about. But, oh, but you don't crank keep the, an eye on. You don't crank the panic meter up from like zero. Where were you before this? July, I will crank the panic was, meter. What is your panic uh, I just, meter? I don't about-
1: know what he could do in OTAs that would make me go, holy crap, this guy stinks. This is going to be a horrible year.
0: Well, that's he would not have any ups. He had like we're all very clear. He had ups, and I'm going off of not just Jason Wildy and every other reporter out there. Mm-hmm. We're going off the coach and the player, Jordan Love. They're not singing each other's praises, and well, they are, but it's not.
1: It's not. Wow, he's 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 the he's better than Rodgers. You know, he's no, Rodgers
0: level. There's, there's a smooth. There's a light. tempering of expectations from Matt Lafleur, which I think is on purpose. Which I think is fair. I don't think it's fair to expect Jordan Love to come out and be great. No, I, agree. I was just surprised. Because he's not a rookie. He's gone through this specific timeline over and over and over again. And it's not fair to compare him to Aaron Rodgers, but he will. I guarantee Aaron Rodgers had multiple times where the personnel switched out a lot and he wasn't making duck throws and making poor decisions. Those are the things that... I'll ask this, Alex, and you can chime in eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I know we got to throw some stones, but where was your panic meter about Jordan Love not being a good NFL quarterback before OTAs? Uh, what do we want to do? A scale of one to ten? Yeah, probably like a two or a three. And it's if it wasn't a two, is it at a three now at least? No, you're not. I, I, you're not even a remotely like even a flickering there.
1: No, because I, I think the concern that already existed was we don't know don't what this guy you. is because if
0: he was a three, if you were a three and he looked great, do I look like to, I'm panicked right now? But if you was why a three, you don't believe me. No, because if he was a three and went down and he looked really good, you knock it down to a two. You would reverse it. You're just a positive person. You don't. You're always looking for the positive. But I will give you the inverse. You would have flipped it. I don't know that I would have. I think you would have. Because again, I just I don't. Uh, when I say things like
1: Luke Musgrave, offensive rookie of the year, that's obviously well, tongue I, in cheek. I, I know that right. Yeah. Like I like the overreactions to, to OTAs, but I also try not to overreact. On the flip side, but right because I, I think it's fun because we get a little football. We all miss football.
0: We still got a few months until
1: we get overreacting. Not
0: going from a I'm not a two to a three as far as worried scope for. Love. I, I mean that's I not was not already.
1: I would say I was at a two point five. You know I was at about twenty five percent. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be completely shocked if this guy doesn't pan out, but. I'm also still, you know, thinking. Hey, there's raw ability there that we saw in college. That we saw that that's what why he was valued as a, we as saw a late the first year round, two
0: thousand and eighteen.
1: Well, but that was why he was projected as a late first round or an early second round pick in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I, I'm not an NFL scout. You're not an NFL scout. But NFL scouts all valued him as, as quarterback four or five in that draft. Some valued him higher. But he was no lower than maybe the fourth or fifth best quarterback in that draft. Who was the fifth quarterback in that draft? Jalen Hurts, okay. which is wild. Just wanted right? to make sure. Um, no, accurate on that. Then we're on the same okay. page. Um, and again, you draft on potential. A lot of people didn't
0: think Jalen
2: Hurts like, was going to be lighting the, the
0: world on fire in the NFL. Quarterback is the hardest position ever to figure out. One million percent. This is religion Hamilton of by Coors Light.
2: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts, free, on Wisconsin On Demand, and wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it left to zero, shot me down with a missile. Ain't no referee, I know it's not a- too
0: early to say what Jordan Love will be. But I guess I talk about this Jordan Love situation because I am in his up and down roller coaster. And to quote Jason Wildy, he said there wasn't a lot of ups as far as what they were able to see. Coach LaFleur and Jordan Love have provided, I would say, tempered responses to the OTAs that it's been up and down for him. So we'll give the benefit of the doubt that it's a roller coaster. There's been ups and there's been downs uh, for Jordan Love. I thought, and this is why I bring it up, I thought it was going to be better. I honestly thought there was going to be a lot of hype coming out of the OTAs that Jordan Love is cooking because he knows this offense, and so there should be no doubt in his mind, which means Ducks shouldn't be there. And it should be clear if he was throwing to personnel that wasn't where they're supposed to be because I know he's not Aaron Rodgers and he won't throw his hands up, but you still can see where if a ball is humming to a spot and the receiver usually turns around and is in the wrong position, nine times out of ten you can, you can understand that. And poor decision-making – is, again, something that if it's done in practice, a lot of times it carries over. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's throw some stones, though.
2: The guys think they have the answers to everything.
0: I'm the best there is. People like
2: me. So it's time to put them to the test.
3: That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
2: This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership.
3: So Jordan Love has been throwing some ducks up at OTAs, but it is time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. Each and every day, I waste you were a lot proud of that one. Oh, I was... you laughed. You laughed at your own joke. I've been thinking about that one for the last thirty minutes. So each and every day, I waste a lot of time <laughs> scrolling Twitter, and it leaves me with more questions than answers. Instead of answering them myself, I bring them here to Jim and Strofe, looking for answers. Score those answers throughout, and at the end, we crown the winner of today's throwing stones. So. Other big news today, officially announced, is that Josh Allen will be the cover athlete of Madden 24. So I ask you guys, do you think Josh Allen was a deserving candidate for this year's cover or think somebody else should have won instead? All right. What the
1: hell's the criteria for deserving to be on a Madden cover? Do we forget Peyton Hillis was on a Madden cover? People forget this. He won a fan voting contest on ESPN.com like 10 years ago. Uh, Who else has been on a Madden cover? Sean Alexander, he won the MVP, but he was on the greatest Madden of all time, Madden 07. Not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has never been on one. He should have been on this one. I said that last night on the Great Day Huddle. Can you imagine how many copies of Madden would sell with Aaron Rodgers in a New York Jets number eight jersey on the cover of Madden. I mean, that would have been amazing. But yeah, Josh Allen, he's one of the superstars in the league. Of course, he's deserving.
0: Yeah, this okay. is a popularity contest. And I think Josh Allen. Now, Rodgers draws a lot of attention, but Allen's more popular. I, I think, yeah, I think Josh Allen is a fair one. We've had obviously John Madden on it before. There's been a long lit Michael Vick. And I mean, I think Josh Allen at this point in his career is more established than Vick was at that point. He's gone further in the playoffs, too. So this is a popularity contest. It's a. This is a relative term But a sexiness contest I mean oh, he's yeah. just a, He's got a big arm He's got a big smile He's got a He can sl- 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 sling the ball Down the field hey now. And uh, I think people like him uh, People do like
1: him uh, I, I think the like only me. one They could have put on the cover That would have been Nick Foles. More appealing <laughs> B- B- BDM uh, No it would have been Whoa, It would have been uh, Joe hey now! Swagger Sexiness That's what I was thinking S- Joe Shades
2: bro. Yeah. passwords
0: sh- S-words but Josh is just bigger. and bigger is better.
3: <laughs> BD. Yeah. Okay, moving on. We'll move to a different video game then. So, I don't know if you Yo, guys are paying as this, much yeah. attention, but the College Football Players Association is organizing a boycott of EA Sports' 2024 college football game due to an expected payout of $500 and no royalties to the college athletes. So, I ask you guys, Do we think this game's ever going to get made? And do you think this is worthy of a boycott for these college athletes, Jim? Start with you.
0: So it's funny. I asked players back in the day, a long time ago, like as far as that game, and a lot of them said, "Look, just give me a free copy, and I'll be happy." Now, obviously, name and likeness has changed, but there, most players are like, "I play this anyways. Give me as many copies as I want to be able to give to my friends and family and play, and I'll be happy." Five hundred dollars. Feels like an insult, but I don't know how you tear it because... There's so many players. If Nick Evers gets $500, it seems pretty damn fair because he's not really relevant in the game, most likely. But Tanner Mordecai, not so not so fair. So Braylon Allen out. But this is where I go back to there needs to be some sort of better representation for the players because I think this is how the NFL gets it done and I think Unfortunately, this type of stuff is stuff that players want, but at the same time, how do you make it fair? And I think it falls to the cracks, and the name and likeness has been the Wild Wild West, just another example of it.
1: It's wild to me that a college football player would be like, yeah, no, don't put me in there for 500 bucks." If somebody approached me and said, hey, Struffy, we want to put you in a video game. Like, hell yeah, dude. I'll pay for the video game if you put me in it. I just ran some math because I was curious, right? College football rosters are very large. Oh, yeah. Um, I used a calculator, so it's going to be accurate. But I I just kind of guessed, right? Let's say, okay, 500 bucks. 50 players a team. And I know rosters are bigger than that. Let's say they're only putting the top 50 guys from each team. Okay, and then I just times that by 40. Because I was like, okay, if we're paying 500 bucks a player, we can only put probably 40 teams in there.
3: That's a million dollars just on NIL. And just there's 130 be. FBS teams. Exactly. And they're going to have every team in this game. So we're,
1: we're talking millions and millions of dollars just to, not only to develop the game, right? That's all aside. Yep. Just to pay the players. That's nuts to me. That's nuts to me. It's a video game. I don't know how much, you know, not even Josh Allen, but let's just
3: go with Jordan Love. How much does he make being
1: in Madden? I don't know if it's anything. No clue.
3: I don't know if it's anything. It's uh, probably way, wh- it pales in comparison to whatever his actual contract is. This NCAA football game would outsell Madden next year because we've gone almost 100%. 10 years with that one, right?
1: And it was such a great video game. NCAA 14, I think, was the last one they made, which is one of the all time great video games. Uh, I, it, it is, it is bananas to me that players are are thinking,
0: yeah, no. I don't. I don't don't want five hundred bucks. So I listened to the Rassilo podcast. He had Bruce Feldman on. It's not the players; it's their agents, and agents are messing this up a lot. And Bruce Feldman was was pointing out that a lot of the stories about these massive deals, this kid from, they're not real. Agents put out fake numbers to try to get more money for their next guy. That it's. uh, I want to say that Feldman estimated about twenty five percent of these name and likeness deals are actually fulfilled to the way that they were promised to be done. Yeah, you think about. Witness. Think about
3: the quarterback from Florida, yeah, Jim Rashada. Yeah, he was supposed yeah. to get a massive NIL deal coming out of high school, yep. and then the collective just backed out on him at the last minute. Well, and then these aren't
0: contracts. These are like more like uh, cocktail napkin contracts. And Cocktail so, napkin uh, contracts. I like that. This is like, would you take this number? And these are numbers that are being fed out by agents, and these kids are being taken advantage of. And I think a lot of times, I bet you if you went to each individual football player, and said, so we'll give you $500 in the game for this, will you take it? Yes. But football players with agents
3: involved, what does an agent care about $500? This is uh, what's the next one? Uh, so, the final one I'll ask you guys it is National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. So, I ask you, where does chocolate ice cream rank in the ice creams? And ice cream may be overrated. Second question, go ahead, Whoa. Alex, start.
1: Whoa. I'm going to fight Whoa. you. Whoa. Uh, Jim is a huge ice cream guy, uh, so I, I know where he stands here. No, ice cream is properly rated. It's probably the best dessert uh, of all of them. Uh, chocolate ice cream, though, we're talking just simple chocolate. Yeah, just just plain chocolate. I view it the same as vanilla. It's a good base. Really? Um, but it's, it's not a uh, main dish right you need to mix in some cookie bites or some brownies or uh, at least some sprinkles and some caramel drizzle or something right chocolate dri- the drizzle Cho- <laughs> i mean chocolate ice cream by itself i view it the same as vanilla
0: i'll put it in front of vanilla because vanilla at this point has been the colloquial term for me so i mean sure that's a good point nobody's like this is vanilla sweet uh chocolate's a little bit teared up from there but I, I absolutely love ice cream. It, you know, Even winter in Wisconsin, it, it hits. Obviously, summer in Wisconsin, it hits. I'm going to give you this little little tip here. So up at Governor Dodge uh, State Park, yep. they serve ice cream there. And we had a teammate, uh, Courtney, who used to work here, and she worked at Governor Dodge. They pride themselves on this. I was able to confirm it. They give you large portions of the ice cream. A lot of times, you just need like one scoop, and it's going to fill up the waffle cone there. They serve Cedar Crest ice cream at an affordable price and it's usually more than you can eat. Best value around for ice cream and Governor Dodge State Park is fantastic. But Pirates Bounty is my favorite. Love it. But Love it. Ice I could if my body would allow it, I would eat ice cream every single night.
3: If the semi glutide from Carbon World Health just killed all the ice no, cream. No, I in your am body. down to
0: hundred and ninety six pounds and I still eat ice cream. But Jeez, really? Yeah.
3: But dude, you're
1: getting close impressive. to my here. I know, right? Uh, I'm so, gonna weigh
0: more than Jim
1: here in a few months if I keep drinking all the Coors Lights I drink.
0: But uh, ice cream, just a top tier dessert and food in general. If I could, if I could food. just live my life, pizza, ice cream, and then bacon and some coffee and Coors Light, I'm good. Say that again: pizza, bacon, ice cream, Coors Light, and coffee. Yeah, that sounds like my diet to begin with. All right? I mean, like, if my <laughs> stomach could handle all that.
3: I was going to say, that would just ruin your bathroom, I think. Yeah. I don't if they think you would need to lose all your money on just remodeling your home.
2: Well, I am remodeling my bathroom, but this is Rutledge <laughs> & Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge & Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Oh, either a little too
3: high or a little too low. i no self
0: that she she's made, the back of her she she's made of candy. Rutledge and Hamilton Rolls on Ooh, that bump music worked perfectly there
3: Nice What is this song? This is Candy by Robbie Williams and- Wow, I have never heard of it I didn't pick this song This is on Stroke's Rotator now But he's is this a curated. new song? Uh, no, I just heard it recently, and I was like, hey, that sounds like a good bump. And
1: I like how you executed it on your first attempt, so nice job. I appreciate I had never heard the song before. I'm not a big Robbie Williams fan. Is he British? <laughs> I don't know who he is.
0: <laughs> if- I think he's a one-hit wonder, and this is that one. Oh, no, I think he. I think he's a different of, one. You're
1: thinking like Robin Thick, I think.
0: No. I yeah. feel like... It's blurred lines, guy. Robin Thicke. I know yeah. that. Well, it's Alan Thicke's son is how I know Alan. Thicke. Who's Alan Thicke? S- yeah, that star of Growing Pains with Kirk oh, Cameron. Sure. Yeah, the dad in that. I actually know one of your references for once. Good how for do you me. know Growing Pains? This is Rutledge and Hamilton. He's Alex <laughs> I'm Jim Rutledge. We're presented by Coors Light. Monster Blue. You know what to do.
1: And that's crush of Coors Light like crush. I crush that reference
0: exactly. And like my big blue truck crushes any obstacle on the road. It's uh, a nice truck. I'm able to. I'll be taking out the camper in a couple weeks. Out to governor. Dodge, lucky me, and uh, get plenty of ice cream out there, and uh, the big blue truck from Simmon Chevy will, will tow it out there. If you're looking for a new or new to you uh, Chevy Silverado or Colorado, go check out my good friends at Simmon Chevy in Mount Horeb. So, I want to look up his number one song, and maybe this is it. What did you say? This song was called? Uh, it's called Candy by Robbie Williams. Okay, maybe this is his most famous song. It gotta be. I've never heard of him otherwise. So, I guess we'll see. Come Undone looks like maybe the most pu- the, the most sold album. So, well, anyways, kind of I was curious. I'd heard his name, but I never really knew anything he sung, and I don't know any of these songs. Yeah. So, that's why I was curious. Candy is number one strong kids advertising space. These sounds like words. They're not names of songs, but they are. So, he's got a couple uh, chart toppers.
3: Walshime, you were not a Robbie Williams fan? I've never heard of him before the last five minutes ago. No, I did not know who Robbie Williams was, and I've never heard of Candy, but... It's a great song. It's a fun song. I don't know what what charts it's at the top of. Are you a candy or chocolate person? Candy or chocolate? Yeah. Uh, i take chocolate. I mean, well, isn't chocolate a candy, though? (laughs) Wait, what are we talking about right now? (laughs) No, I feel
0: like chocolate is like, it's a chocolatey treat, and then there's a candy treat. Like Skittles. So this popped up the other day. Oh, I love Skittles. We were at, uh, my, my daughter's having... Her friend birthday now on Friday after Was the her breath- birthday a month ago hey, it's my half birthday today, Jimmy When did you wish me
1: happy happy I, half I
0: birthday didn't, i didn't know the hell are we doing here yeah. sorry so she had we had like a family birthday on her actual birthday, but she wanted to have a friend birthday. We thought the best time to do it last day of school is Friday, so all the kids are going to come over uh, well, I think four yeah four girls come over so will be five, six girls in the house with Nola and Rosie, and they're all going but the girls will come over after graduation on Friday and Rosie was wanted to pick out the candy so he's popped into uh, Walgreens and she was going through and she's like well Skittles and M&M's are the same I'm like false no yeah. So that's why I said like Skittles is a candy and it's M&M's fruit. is it's a chocolate fruit. it's fruit and that's well, it's chocolate. not
3: a fruit no it's fruity <laughs> candy I mean it's sweet it's sweet versus I guess chocolatey. when I say do
0: you want some chocolate or do you want some candy like that's how we would differentiate okay. it at the house okay. like the kids have chocolate and they have candy but chocolate is candy I think the clear differentiator is: Do you want?
1: There's not a differentiator. <laughs> that's like saying strawberries are fruit. Which one would you rather have? Strawberries
0: or fruit? But no, it's not the same. Yes, do it is. Rather have vegetables that's exactly what you're can- doing right now. When I say candy, what comes to your mind? Chocolate. No. So when I say candy, like Jolly Ranchers, Skittles, that's su- fruit candy, suckers, things like that come to mind. And that's the stuff I like, right? Like I, I like think Starbucks we're talking and more Skittles. like Pepsi or Coke, not. Like I chalk, I think that's like they're all cola. This is a horrible tank. No, it's a correct tank. No, it's not. Pepsi and Coke is candy. Pepsi and Coke are both cola. They're different. You is want Sprite, pe- you want Pepsi Sprite, or You want a soda? Is Sprite a cola? Is what is Sprite? Soda? They're soda. all soda. They're all soda. But I say I want a Sprite. Sprite is different than Coca Cola, right? Yeah, but it's still soda.
3: Yeah, this is like saying I want a Dr Pepper versus a Diet Dr Pepper. No, like it's, it's not. a type no, no, of. But it not. Is.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> Because that would be like saying, I like M&M's and and Reese's Pieces. Those are similar chocolates. Yeah, they're both candies. Then there's candy,
1: which Which is like Skittles
0: or Juju beads or any of those other things. Do you want to be a shape or do
1: you want to be a square, which is also a shape?
0: (laughs) No. You realize how idiotic this sounds, right? I'm I'm strong in my take. It works at our house. Everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah, but then
1: your kids are going to go to college and somebody's going to offer them some candy and they're going to be like, what the hell? is This chocolate.
0: I don't think they're going to be that literal. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be that literal. Wait a there. minute. This is a this is a Hershey's kiss. Hey, I, let's be honest. Someone I was to to them. Them. If That's someone offered candy, if someone offered him candy in college, it's probably not candy anyways. It's fair point. That's a fair point. What's some brownies? Meat is tight. Meat is tight. <laughs> yeah, I'd love some actually. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scandalous. <laughs> Rona.
1: What's your favorite sport? Sports or football? <laughs>
2: Look, I will stand by and die on the cell This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton Presented by Coors Light A finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team Vote at channel3000.com People Really like this show
0: Chocolate is not the same as candy. It's in its own category. Candy is fruity or sour or anything but chocolate. Daniel Sloth chimes in. I think there is a difference between chocolate and chocolate candy. I think a Hershey is considered chocolate, but M&M considered chocolate candy. Also, like to point out on Twitter, Mark chimes in, leaning towards Jim on this. And then, oh, by the way, I Google, is chocolate candy? It can be considered a candy, but most professional confectioners consider it not a candy. No way. That's uh, Mozilla. Why don't you say confectioners? It can't confectioners? be considered a candy, <laughs> but, both, but more professional confectioners will not classify it as a candy, even if the candy contains some amount of chocolate.
3: So so is this is there like a so is This a, tomato a uh, vegetable or a fruit? Is there like a right book now? of classifications for all these foods? Like where's the confectioner's handbook that like decides all these things? Give all me I'm a confectioner that,
1: on the air. If you're a confectioner yes. call us right now. 844-770-3776 if you work in a chocolate shop anything I need to talk to you.
0: 844-770-3776. I'm just going with the experts. <laughs> you're going with freaking Google, dude. The first thing that pops up the first thing, candy is, ch- chocolate is candy. Huh? What are we doing here?
3: Ch- chocolate in its base form, if you just said, hey, here's a piece of chocolate, that is a piece of candy. Correct. Absolutely. Not according to the confectioner's capital, <laughs> <Okay>. the confectioner's <laughs> <Okay. All> right, <laughs> coalition.
1: So, so the, the first thing that comes to mind is like Hershey's uh, chocolate kisses.
0: And I would like to read the bag um, if it says like, chocolate candy. Now, do this quick, because I want to get to a new job at UW that I want to talk to people about. Um, okay. Uh, here, right here. Uh, in reality, pure chocolate would not be considered a candy. It does not contain sugar. So, pure chocolate is not candy by definition. But who eats pure chocolate without sugar in it? Who eats that? I'm just giving you the, the accurate. Yeah, but, but that's my point, Jim. Chocolate could technically be a candy, but most cho- again, most confectioners do not consider it a candy. When you're separating, when you go to like a chocolate or a candy place, uh, they might have chocolate for sale there, but if you go to a grocery <sighs> store, they don't consider it, they put it in a separate aisle. But I want to ask you this because I didn't know I struck a nerve. Maybe we can pick this up tomorrow. Staples, Hershey's chocolate candies. I'm just going off the confectioner's coalition there.
3: So Hersheyland.com, Hershey's Kisses chocolate candy. This is the official source Hersheyland.com. Hershey, Pennsylvania is the birthplace of chocolate. <laughs> Jeff and Janesville, what is a candy bar then? I'm just going off right here,
0: totallychocolate.com. It can be considered a candy, but colloquially, it is not considered a candy. You're getting caught up in the technical definition. Colloquially, we would call it a chocolate bar and candy. There's chocolate and there's candy. M&M is a chocolate. Skittles is a candy. So
1: like Snickers. It's a candy bar, correct? Because it has more than chocolate is the case we're, you're making?
0: But Yes, but it is a chocolate candy bar. But I know the candy's the name, but you're you're getting caught up in the technical... We're talking colloquially. It's like creek versus Creek. Colloquially, we're going to call it chocolate. <laughs> You're a her- like a Hershey, a Hershey bar. You, I,
1: gotta, I will give you credit. You have a really solid vocabulary. Thank you. Colloquially. colloquially, colloquially I can't even say that word. I'm, so, I'm impressed by you.
0: UW-Madison is hiring a new position. Do you want to know what it is? Sure. It is professional cheese eaters. Shut up. The Center for Dairy Research is looking for individuals passionate about all types of food, but especially cheese, pizza. And other dairy products. So I think I'm leaving the show, folks, because I think I said earlier I love pizza and I love ice cream. So. This is this a full-time job? Uh, once hired, we will train you to become part of a group of expert tasters capable of verbally describing their sensory experience on the basis of appearance, texture, taste, and aroma attributes for research and product development purposes. Your Panelists should expect to be tasting up to 24 cheese samples and 12 pizzas per week, what? along with other food products. Panelists would need to be available for three-hour consecutive periods and three sessions per week. Should we do this as a side hustle for and Hamilton? Should we sign up? Because we can, we can get yeah, we would be really good at I think applying words to our. We
1: do that for a living. That's true. To what
0: we're tasting here, it's
1: it's mighty tangy. However, it has a great aftertaste, savory aftertaste. There you go. I can do this. Yeah, they Hell go. yeah, dude. I'm in. Let's apply. I'm not even kidding. Let's go through the interview process, see what it entails. Uh, I would not leave my job here, but if I could do
0: it on the side where it's like four hours hey, a week. A little bonus though. Uh, you'll won't have to worry about going to the bathroom during the show. That's true. <laughs> that's a lot of cheese. That's a lot of cheese. A lot of know, cheese, a lot back of pizza. Yeah. I wonder if they, they have to, like, a, like I'll, a, just, I'll just eat a chocolate
1: candy fiber bar. Jesus. Oh, yeah, perfect. Do you
0: think they're gonna, they have to, like, do, like, when you sign up for different things of, like, are you healthy enough to do this? Like, do you have a healthy digestive system? Uh, are you prone to constipation? Because you can't sign up for this otherwise. Can- like, do you eat 24 pieces of cheese every week? Yeah, I could do that. I'd probably do that already, to be honest. 24 pieces of cheese? Well, we're talking like small slices, right? We're not, I don't think I don't they give to, you slices if they're giving you like a I, cube of cheese or something.
1: No, I would imagine that's what they're giving you.
0: Like a cube, not like yeah, a Yeah, like a cube. Yeah, they're not yeah. going
1: to give you that's a 24 slices still, of Kraft like singles. Like, how much cheese do you eat? I eat a good amount of
0: cheese. Because this is not the only cheese you're eating. Like You're obviously going to eat like cheese on sandwiches
1: and stuff but then uh, yeah i like i i love a good uh, especially in the summer like a summer sausage with a pepper jack or i I tried a really good monterey jack last year that i'm gonna get some more of um there was this what was it jalapeno bacon swiss that some local uh dairy place made that 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 was in the grocery store by me that i tried last year that was terrific i melted that on some burgers once i love cheese don't even get me going I'm i'm the man for this job I've determined. I'm a man for this job. Do
0: you like Colby? Yes. That is trash take. Colby Jack? Colby Jack's good.
1: I I just finished a pack of Colby Jack slices for my sandwiches. I love Colby Jack. I guess I don't know that I've ever had just a Colby. Put a Colby cheddar. I've had a Colby Jack. Is there such thing as just Colby cheese? I mean, it's so, the official. I mean,
0: it's the official cheese of Wisconsin. I was going to say there is a city yeah.
1: called Colby. With well, high I school. got
0: it, and it was horrible. I tried it once. Like, is there? It is not good. Yeah, but you're a picky eater. And no, I'm not i a picky I, eater. I refuse to say anything. It just, else. Was, it, it just wasn't good. You are, dude. You, you, you don't like yellow mustard. You're a picky eater. No, I. Me not liking things does make me a picky eater. We That is exactly what that means. No, because if, if I you not liking things is what makes somebody a picky I'm eater. I'm just not going to have a trash condiment. If. You, if I came to your house and you made me a sandwich and it had yellow mustard on it, I would eat it. Yes. That, that makes me not a picky eater. Right, I'm saying not. if I could choose what I want to eat, I'm not eating that trash condiment. You can come over. I'll make you a sandwich. People like me. People do like me. Gosh darn it. This is Rutledge and Hamilton uh, presented by Career's Life.